Welcome to a new episode of Girlfriend Talks, the podcast that meets the need of every woman by bringing inspiration, affirmations, and information to enlighten you to the truth. I am your host, Gail Brown, your podcast girlfriend. Well, hello, girlfriends and gentlemen, if you're tuning in as well, I am back and I am so glad about it. Now, I know it's been a few weeks since we last talked, but life has been lifing, <laughs> but it's not in a bad way. I've been mainly focusing on my life coaching business. As some of you know, I began the journey, you know, entrepreneur journey and starting my own life coaching business, Healing Touch Life Coaching. Now, if you haven't checked it out, you can go to www.healingtouchcoach.com. Now, it's been an honor and a privilege being able to serve others in a way that is transformative, not only for my clients, but myself. You know, I say when people get me, they get God. And that's because as soon as you become a client of mine, I begin praying for you and myself. I pray that God will give me the discernment and the wisdom to meet you where you are that will lead you to your healing and restoration. Now, I recently had a client who had her final session out of four sessions. And let me tell you, y'all, I am so blessed by her healing and transformation. You know, as a result of God working through me, he was able to work in her. But she really did embrace the process. And as a result, she was able to not only benefit from my coaching, but she is able to thrive. So needless to say, I am looking forward to the many other lives that God is going to use me to point them to their healing and transformation and all glory be to God. Anyway, like I said, I am glad to be back to share with you what God has laid upon my heart. But before I begin, make sure you hit that little follow button as well as that little notification bell that will alert you to any new episodes that I upload, as well as make sure you share girlfriend talks with family members and friends. And you know, I would certainly appreciate that. Now, before I begin, I want to share with you a a revelation that I recently got. Now, this kind of segues into what I you know, want to share with you on today. This has to do with our identity and how we identify ourselves or how we tend to identify ourselves. You know, the Bible says in Matthew three seventeen, a voice from heaven referring to God said, this is my son whom I love with whom I am well pleased. Now think about this. At the time God says this of Jesus, his son, whom he loves and with whom he is well pleased, It's interesting to know at this point, Jesus had not performed not one miracle, had not led the masses or journeyed to the cross. Yet, God was pleased with Jesus before he accomplished any of these things. Think about God saying this to you, sis. You are my daughter, whom I love, with whom I am well pleased. Now, for some of us, the ideal of God being pleased with you seems so foreign and unrealistic especially when you identify yourself through your mistakes, your shortcomings, your trauma, your pain, what people may have said or done to you. But understand this though, God being pleased with you has nothing to do with any of these things and not even your greatest accomplishments. God being pleased with you has much to do with who and whose you are. The fact that you belong to him serves as a source of identification. Think about this. Now, we have ID ID cards or photo ID cards, right? Which basically proves who we are. In other words, it's our identification card. 
Now, our quote unquote identification card that we belong to God and him being pleased with us is the blood of Jesus. This is how God identifies us because of Jesus's blood that covers us, our sins, our pain and hurts. His thoughts of us is rooted in loving kindness, forgiveness, blessings and favor. The lesson here is when we place our identity in any other place than God, we fail to see ourselves from God's perspective. So my prayer is that we stop identifying ourselves through our challenges, our pains, our mistakes, and even our accomplishments and begin identifying who we are based on whose we are. Now, I just wanted to share that little tidbit of encouragement with you. Now, today, I want to share with you about a video I recently ran across. And man, let me tell you, it has helped me to be mindful of the words that I speak. Now, some of you may have already ran across this video, but listen. Now, this video is of a young lady saying, you know, speaking on the words I am. And her name is Tiffany Montgomery. Now, Tiffany explained that she was curious one day and looked up the Hebrew meaning of I am. Now, she found that it literally means it came to pass. She said, when you say these things like I am sick, I am poor, I am weak, I am frustrated. These are not just light words. By the very definition of these words, you are saying I command being sick to come to pass. Now, once you release these words, I am out your mouth. You are releasing the power of the great I am to attach to those words, whether good or bad, for it to come to pass. Now, she expressed that words have no sense of humor. They don't know if you're joking or not. Your words are on assignment to bring to pass whatever you say. Now, she goes on to encourage us to line up with the prophetic word over our life. In Joshua chapter 21, verse 45, it says, not one of all all the Lord's good promises to Israel failed. In other words, they all came to pass. Now, she mentioned partnering with the prophetic word of God by beginning to decree what you want to see. Sometimes that means decreeing the opposite of what you don't want to see, but stop saying what you don't want to see. Now, this word that this young lady shared has been life-changing for me, y'all. It really has. Did you realize what, you know, that most that the most important confessional words that you speak come after the two words I am? I learned that I am is an identity confession. It communicates who or what you believe you are. Ultimately, what you say will come will become what you experience. The more I thought about these words from this young lady, I thought about a few things. Now, she mentioned partnering with the prophetic words of God. And I thought about how God watches over his word to perform it. In other words, God is looking to partner with his word to bring it to fulfillment. Now, we give life to what we say out of our mouths. John chapter 6 verse 63 says, The words that I speak unto you are spirit and they are life. The Lord spoke words that brought life. However, with that being said, remember that life and death is in the power of the tongue. You can speak life or you can speak death. We have to be mindful of what we create with our words. God created the heaven and earth with with the words that he spoke from his mouth. He said, let there be light. And there was light. Now, everything God said was created with a word. 
With this being said, I want us to be mindful that the words we speak should not be self-motivated or rooted in fleshly or worldly desires, but more so what God desires according to his word and his will for our lives. And what is God's will? Well, his word is his will. The more we spend time with God in his word and worship and prayer, our desires begin to line up with his. So when you speak the words, I am strong, it's backed up by his word. When you say that I am thankful, it's backed up by his word. When you say that I am prosperous, I am healed, it is backed up by his word. Now get to know God through his word so you can partner with what God has already declared. Now I want to challenge you to speak words of life even when your mind or situation may be tempting you to tell you differently. Begin declaring from your mouth the word of God. And I believe faith will begin to arise until you you are staring and looking at yourself and others in every challenge through the eyes of faith. Now, honestly, I have really embraced saying I am. That may not be visible yet, but I am what God says I am. And his word says to speak those things that be not as though they are. God himself called the things that were not as though they were and they became. This is a kingdom principle. There is power in the spoken word. And when we speak God's word as the truth, and even though we haven't seen it yet, we are speaking forth his power, his life-giving health and strength. Now, today as I close, I ask that you declare with me these I am confessions. And it begins with this. I am strong and of good courage. I fear not, nor am I afraid for the Lord is with me. He will never leave nor forsake me. I am loving and I love others as Christ loves me. I am prospering. I am in good health even as my soul prospers. I am hedged in and protected by the Lord, my God, on every side, in my home and all that I have. My God has blessed the works of my hands and my substance has increased in the land. I am still and at peace because the Lord is fighting for me. I am loved by God. I am a friend of God. I am inseparable from the love of God. I am a child of God by faith in Christ Jesus. I am healed by the stripes of God. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am an heir of God and a joint heir with Christ Jesus. I am healed emotionally because God heals the brokenhearted and binds up our wounds. I am supplied with all my needs by God, according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I am God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works. I am a faith walker. I walk by faith and not by sight. I am alive. I will live and not die and proclaim the goodness of God. I called, I, I am called according to God's purpose and I love him. Last but certainly not least, I am chosen, a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. I show forth the praises of God who called me out of darkness into his marvelous light. Listen, God bless you, girlfriend, and may you continue to walk faithfully in the power of the great I am.